Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's all stand together. Amen. So glad that you've come on this Sunday morning, ready to worship the Lord and to lift him up. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Turn to your neighbor if you haven't yet. Tell him I'm so glad that you're here. And that you've come to worship the Lord with us. Hallelujah. This first Sunday of December. This last month of 2023. (laughs) But you're in church today. Praise God. Praise God. I've come to lift him up. It's all about Jesus in the house today. Whatever problems or troubles you may have had, just lay them down for a while. Put them in his hands. Let's lift up Jesus. Would you pray with me and let's ask God's blessing. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the goodness of God and your mercies. We're grateful, God, for what you have already done for us. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come together and to worship you in spirit and in truth. We pray that you would have your way in everything. Let it be, Lord, for your glory this day. We ask in Jesus' name, have your way, we pray. Amen. Clap your hands to the Lord and let's welcome his presence into this house. God bless you. Lift up Jesus this morning.
Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We lift our hands and worship the Lord. Our God is awesome in this place this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. If you think your God is awesome, let's give him some worship in this place. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's nothing he can't do in this place. Amen. When we begin to worship the Lord, an atmosphere of praise and worship, God can do anything. Hallelujah. Anything that you can speak this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Amen. You may be seated. We're going to prayer this morning. Like I have one request up here. It's Sister Jackie Lilly. Uh, Sister Dorothy Shreddy uh, submitted this. And she just needs healing. Amen. Um, anybody on my left have a need this morning? Brother? Anybody else on my left? Anybody on my right? Brother Tim. Okay, yeah, Brother Tim's hurt his shoulder. Amen. He needs a touch. Uh, you. Okay. Amen. Sister. God, God's able to do it. Amen. This morning. Amen. Anybody else? On my right. Sister. Okay. Amen. Anybody else? I remember my wife, uh, she had her hernia surgery. She's still trying to get over that. She kind of comes and goes some pains and that's having a little bit. So God's able to take care of that. Amen. She kind of overdoes it sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> Amen. Sister. Yes. Remember Logan? She goes into pre-op this week, and we need to keep her in prayer. Amen. Some major surgery there. But God's able to keep his hand upon her. He's kept his hand upon her. If you see her now, what God has done, what, what actually happened, amen, God is a miracle. Amen. God, Lord. Amen. Anybody else real quick? Amen. Anybody, if you have a need in your body, if you're sick, amen, you come forward to anoint you with oil. Amen. The prayer, amen, of the faithful, amen, praise God, will heal the sick. Amen. God is able to do anything this morning. Amen. If you believe him, amen, God is able to do it. Just a grain of a mustard seed faith, he said. Amen. God's able. Let's stand, take these needs before the Lord. Amen. Others, uh, I know Chad Cope and then Chad Campbell, amen, needs uh, continue prayer. Uh, Tammy, uh, action. I know several that we've been praying for. We just want to keep praying for. And Sonny Albert, amen, we've been praying for. Amen. Let's just keep these needs for the Lord. Amen. Let's take them. Lord Jesus, God, we thank you this morning, God. We thank you, Lord God, that your blood, Lord, still flows from Calvary. Lord, that your blood still heals, oh God. Lord Jesus, Lord, you said by your stripes, oh God, we are healed, God. And we're praying, Lord, this morning, Jesus, Lord, for your healing touch, God. Lord Jesus, Sister Jackie, Lord, we're praying, God, that you would move, heal her body, oh God. Lord, Chad Cole, Lord, Chad Campbell, Lord, oh 
God's honey hour, Lord. God, these needs, oh God, this morning, Lord, healing in their body, oh God. Lord, you've heard each and every request, God. Lord, you know every request, oh God, every unspoken request. Lord, we're praying, Lord, and we're pleading your blood over them, Lord, right now, this morning, in this place, God. Lord, we're binding in one mind and one accord, God. Lord, for the faith of the saints, oh God. Lord Jesus, for healing, God. Lord, those that are fighting sicknesses, God. We're praying, Lord, right now we're speaking healing, God. Lord, we're speaking healing this morning. Lord, in one mind and one accord, Lord. In the unity of the Spirit, Lord, this morning in this place, God. Lord, we're praying right now, God. Asking in Jesus' name, that name that's above every name, God. Lord, that saving name of Jesus, God. We thank you this morning. Lord, we love you this morning, God. Lord, we thank you for the healings, God. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in this place, oh God. Lord, we thank you, Lord. God, we speak it, Lord, as it already is, oh God. Lord, by faith, oh God, in this place this morning, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. God, we're praying, Lord, for Logan, God, as she goes into the surgery, God. We're praying that you continue to keep your hand, oh God, upon her, Lord. Right now, God, healing, Lord, in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, by your power and your might, oh God. Hallelujah, we believe, Lord, this morning, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Heal these, oh God, that are coming forth, God. Lord, we, Lord, pray right now for healing, God. Lord, that you would answer these needs, oh God, this morning, Lord, in this place. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the power, Lord, God, in the name of Jesus, there is power, God. Lord, we lift that name upon high this morning, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, God, we pray, Lord, right now. God, I pray, Lord, God, go to Tim, Lord, I pray that you touch his shoulders, heal his Continue to worship the Lord.
be seated. Everybody say Mission Sunday. We're always so excited when we get to talk and uh, bless the missionaries. Our first one we're going to talk about today is Brother and Sister Cooney. While they're on deputation here in the States, they have been blessed. They were uh, privileged to minister in Wood- the Woodlawn Church in Woodlawn, Mississippi, or Columbia, Mississippi, excuse me. Um, they were blessed there. They have a uh, Seeds Cafe that they're uh, using to raise money for missions. So all of the money that's raised does bless all of our missionaries around the world. Um, for the brother and sister Shirley, they're from the Dominican Republic. A tremendous group from Louisiana, apostolic man, that helped rebuild and expand our Bible school and church in Port, Port of Plata. Special thanks to brother Ron Thompson, tim, team leader, and director uh, Damon... Maggie, and the Louisiana District for funding this project. From um, Brother Mark Brown in South Dakota, they are starting now to baptize um, the men in the jail at Webster, South Dakota. I know, praise God, that's awesome. Um, For Brother and Sister Pace in Austria, sorry, i got to try to blow this up. It's small, sorry. see if I can do it this way. There we go. Sorry. Um, You have prayed with us for target cities throughout Austria. And as we began focus prayer and evangelisms, efforts in our city of Graz, one of the six cities, God was already sending laborers. The Seiko family relocated to Laban, Austria. And as the Lord opened incredible doors, of opportunity for them and they are they were pastors with two other churches in the Philippines where brother Sacro was an ordained minister the UPC of Austria is excited to welcome them and they cannot wait to see what God has in store for them and then also from brother and sister Norman um, they had a tremendous time in Amsterdam Netherlands God was good to them uh, great presence of God in each service of the meeting. Altars were full. Leaders were trained. And it was so good to be with friends, brother and sister Winkler. They're wonderful people. So let's keep in mind and pray for our missionaries, pray for their children. And let's also bless them because in turn, God is going to bless all of us. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Diane, for that great report from our missionaries, and we're glad that uh, uh, we have the opportunity to uh, join with them in their work and labor of love God has called them to. Jesus made a request. He said, pray therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into the harvest. Did you know Jesus had a prayer request? That's what he is asking us to pray about, and laborers are being called and sent. And we help them go by giving. And uh, thank you so much for your faithfulness in giving. We give several opportunities in various aspects of ministry to be able to give and to help others to go. One of those is through 
an offering that is called Christmas for Christ. It is at Christmas time, of course, and it is an offering that is used for sending missionaries into North America, where there are no churches in cities where we don't have a church. And uh, we send missionaries or preachers that are able to go, and we help assist them in expenses through an offering called Christmas for Christ. You will see up here on the front on these steps in front of the podium is envelopes. And um, they started off in numerical order of 1 to 100, and many of them are already missing, and they've been compressed back together, and so you'll find many of them missing. But you can just take an envelope of your choice, and then you can give that. And we have into January, so it's not before Christmas that you have to give, but you can at any time. But uh, uh, in January, we'll be announcing the time when we need to have that. But if you would want to assist North American missionaries, this is an opportunity for you to be able to participate, amen, and to help. And uh, you can give that uh, in any way. You can take one of our regular offering envelopes and just write on it, Christmas for Christ. And we'll know what it goes to. You can give a little bit each week or however you want to do so. But we just want you to have that opportunity to give. We uh, kicked this off last Sunday night. And so we already have several envelopes that are out. And, uh, and so there's others that maybe did not have that opportunity yet. And while we receive the offering, why don't you step up here and step in behind the ushers and look this over. And if you want to take one this morning, you're welcome to. Or you can come after church or before church tonight or however you want to and just look it over and choose something. And if the envelope is missing that you want, take one that is less and just mark through it or add to one or uh, however you want to do so. And uh, you can take two or three or whatever you want to do. Amen. God bless you as you do so. I'm going to ask our ushers to come at this time. And we're going to prepare to receive your morning worship tithing and offering on this beautiful Sunday morning that God has given to us. Amen. And uh, let's believe the Lord. We're going to forgo our we're going to forgo our affirmation this morning. But uh, let's believe the Lord and trust God as we give today. Would you just lift your tithe or your offering this morning to the Lord? And we want to pray God's blessing. Would you do that, Father? We come to you in the name of the Lord, and we're trusting you. God, as we bring this to you, that you would take it into your hands and use it for your glory. Thanking you, Lord, for what you have provided for us, what you've done for us. We just give you praise for your almighty God. And we ask in the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody said amen. God bless you. Would you stand? Amen. And bring your tithe and offering this morning unto the Lord. God bless you.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, clap your hands to the Lord this morning. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to let you be seated for a little bit. Amen. We're just glad for the presence of God and his blessing in this service, what God has done already. Amen. When Jesus is in the house, there's no telling what God's going to do. And we've come to worship him. Praise God. So glad for each of you who have come to worship with us today. We have several that are guests with us today, some first-time visitors. We want to welcome you and thank you so much for being here. Amen. God bless you so much for being with us. Amen. I just want to welcome our good friend, Brother Donald Counts, pastor. Amen. God bless you for being with us. Amen. We love him, and he is... Uh, they, their church has afternoon service and he's free on Sunday morning and he chose to come and be with us. Can you believe that? I feel like we're special. Amen. Just to have him with us today. God bless you so much. And each of you, thank you so much. And if I haven't greeted you, it's not because I was not wanting to. I just haven't had that opportunity yet. And uh, I'm just glad that you've come to worship with us on this Sunday morning. There's no telling what God's going to do. Amen. There's no telling what God's going to do. Uh, our uh, good friend, Brother uh, Jimmy Griggs, uh, who just pre preached a uh, three-week revival several weeks ago now and uh, was with us. And uh, we communicate often. And he was telling me, Brother John, is that picture ready? Amen. Uh, he was telling me this morning, he said, Pastor, he said, pray. He says, I've got five drug addicts and alcoholics coming. And uh, a while ago, he sent me a picture, and this is what it was. Amen. He said, here's one of them. Here's one of them. That's what God can do. That's what God can do. Praise God. Somebody's life is being changed uh, this morning. And I want you to know that can happen here. God can change your life, whatever it is that your need is, God is able to help you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to get right into the word of the Lord. Before I do, I just want to announce that Christmas program practice is next Saturday afternoon at 1230. And Sister Terry Roberts wanted me to announce that at Christmas program practice. Those who needed to know that, parents... Uh, be sure that you mark that down, 1230 next Saturday afternoon. Next Sunday night is our Christmas program at 6 o'clock. And come and be with us. We welcome you and hope that you're able to attend with us. Praise God. I'm going to switch mics. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Somebody say amen. Take your Bibles this morning and turn with me to Galatians chapter 3, beginning with verse 24, reading through chapter 4 and verse 5. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 24, and I will read through chapter 4 
and verse 5. <clears throat> it reads like this. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. But after that faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Chapter 4. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage, under the elements of the world. Verse 4, take note. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Now, December and this first Sunday marks our countdown to Christmas. And I am going to preach something in relation to his first coming. Amen. The scripture says, but when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. I feel something upon my heart today, and I pray that you are just going to be open to receive whatever it is God has. Would you pray with me and let's ask God to help us to receive. Father, we come to you. We're so grateful for your kindness and mercies, and we ask you to speak into our hearts today. Help us, Lord. We can do nothing without you, but with God, all things are possible. We give you praise for you're a mighty God. And we ask in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. Praise God. God bless you. So I, I read in your hearing this passage of scripture and there's so much that is here. So many things that I can talk about today and some I will in brief just share with you. But I want to get to chapter 4 and verse 4. But I began by reading to you, uh, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. There was something that 
created an environment of need, an environment of wanting him, an environment that I cannot help myself. Amen. The Bible says it was the law. The law was our schoolmaster. This word schoolmaster is from a Greek word, pedagogos. Pedagogos was a tutor, a guardian and guide of the boy children. Among the Greeks and the Romans, the name was applied to trustworthy slaves who were charged with the duty of supervising the life and the morals of boys belonging to the better class. The boys were not allowed so much as to step out of the house without them before arriving at the age of manhood. The Bible says, but after that faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. The Bible speaks to us concerning a spiritual maturity and growth and that uh, uh, there's some things that the pedagogue is no longer necessary. It's much like a child when he is growing up. A child when he is growing up, he, he lives in fear of, of the, the punishment. He lives in fear of the uh, uh, authority. I think of our, our dear late sister Tyler. And uh, she had a very special connection with every child in the church, in the Sunday school. And uh, she, uh, many times I know that uh, uh, she had such an effect on the children. And they loved her and they respected her. But when Sunday school was over and she would be in church on Sunday night, she would be sitting over here uh, and there would be a family, a mother having child that was disruptive. And Sister Tyler would just have a look and that child would many times just melt in the seat. That child was living in fear of Sister Tyler. Amen. But uh, what respect they had for her, and I know uh, my, my children, they, they despised the day when we said, uh, we're going to go somewhere and we're going to leave you with Sister Tyler. Oh, anybody but Sister Tyler. <laughs> she makes us wash dishes, you know, whatever it was. They, they didn't want her. And, uh, but when Sister Tyler's life was in demise and, and they knew the end was near, they said, we've got to go see Sister Tyler. And Sister Tyler loved them, and they loved her in return. I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, discipline does not hurt the children. Discipline does not hurt the children. A schoolmaster was the disciplinarian of the, of the family. He was assigned for that purpose. Amen. But when faith was come, they were no longer under that. You see, they may, a child may not understand why I can't play in the street. But they do understand if I do, I'm in trouble. And so they will not get in the street. But when they're older and they're an adult, you should not have to tell an adult, please get out of the street. It's dangerous. They do that on their own accord. And so the Bible says we're no longer under a schoolmaster. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Jesus, uh, in Jesus Christ. For as many as of you as have been baptized into 
Christ. Have put on Christ. I want you to know you're baptized into Christ. Amen. You're baptized into Christ. Uh, I tell people you're not baptized into the church. You're baptized into Christ. That's why when you're baptized right, amen, no matter where you go. I've had people say, well, I'd like to, I'd, I'd like to, uh, you know, be baptized into your church. I was baptized in a different church. No, you're not baptized into a church. You're baptized into Christ if you're baptized right. Uh, there is neither Jew nor Greek. Uh, there is neither bond nor free. There's neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Uh, and if ye be Christ, uh, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs uh, according to the promise. Now I say that uh, the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, uh, though he be Lord of all. Amen. Uh, we, we learn from the context uh, what the servant is. You look around the text that you are reading and you will find the definition of a servant in the context it is being used. In verse 7, when we read further and beyond even my text this morning, wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son. No more are you a servant, but a son. But back in verse 3, we read, so even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. Amen. Now he puts it in a more spiritual application for ourselves today. And we understand that there is a transformation that happens when we come to the Lord. And we who were our children today of God, we were in bondage under the elements of the world. But there was something that happened. In verse 4, when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. Israel served the Lord at a time when Rome ruled over her. But it was a chosen time, a fullness of time, as the scripture says. We may or can miss God because we are looking for a better circumstance for God to come and fulfill his promises. We are looking for God to straighten out sometimes all of our issues and then I will serve the Lord. Then I will come to him. But the Lord says, let me tell you the best time for me to show up. When the fullness of time was come, when you look at the time of the world that Jesus came, it was a time that was messed up. God used Roman 
taxation to bring and place Joseph and Mary in the exact place, Bethlehem, for the fulfillment of God's word. People just did not move around much in those days. But the Romans had built roads and highways and taxed the people and put biblical fulfillment right under their nose when the fullness of the time was come. I'm preaching this morning to people that are wondering when's the right time for me to come to him. Can I tell you that today is the day. The fullness of the time is in your life today. Can you say amen? Don't wait for a better day. Don't wait for a better time. What you think is the problem, what you think is difficult, what you think is an issue that you've got to overcome. I've got news for you. That taxation that Mary and Joseph, in her condition, she was full with child, ready to give birth. Every woman that's ever give birth knows you don't feel like going on a trip when you're at birth time. You don't feel like going anywhere, but just get me to the hospital or wherever that child's going to be born. I want you to know, complicate it further and put yourself on the back of a donkey. Amen. Take a ride on something that's rough. But that, my friend, was taken that child to the place where the fullness of the time had come. Oh, it was difficult for Mary and it was difficult for Joseph. Don't you have any place? Don't you have any room here in the inn? We don't have any room, sir, but I can put you out here in this place back here with the animals. That's not the kind of place we think that God's going to move and do something right. But I want you to know that was the most right place in all the world that day. That was the most right place. Amen. Where it happened. That's where the the shepherds came. That's where they came and they brought gifts. That was where they came and they worshiped him. That was where the king of kings was being born. That's where the Lord of lords was being seen. It didn't look like much, but he had come for the perfect time. They have something in the elements of, of, uh, weather They call it the perfect storm. They have said that uh, the perfect storm is all the elements, everything happening. Uh, The clouds are right. Uh, The wind is right. Uh, Everything is there. It's the perfect storm. They have used that element uh, even in other things and now situations they describe. uh, They say it's the perfect storm. I remember in... The, uh, the, the flood of 93, which those of us who live here in the Midwest and the Mississippi area certainly can remember if you lived, and I think most of you all in, under the sound of my voice did, the flood of 93. I remember the Post-Dispatch, who used to have a newspaper, and uh, I remember I picked it up. I used to love to read the Post-Dispatch. And 
It was after the flood and the waters have receded. Sounds like the great flood of Noah, but it seemed like it around here. I remember when I picked up the newspaper later, an article caught my attention. It said, where did all that water come from? So I picked it up and began to read it. And they said that science, scientists, they said that uh, the water was in the form of a vapor river, a vapor river. It was the first I had read those terms and I had read about that. They said it's, it's water in the form of vapor that literally can be tracked, pushed around by jet streams and situations. And they can actually track it like a river through the air and there is so much moisture so much water in the form of vapor in these vapor rivers in the atmosphere. He said that some of them can even have as much water as the Amazon River. He said it's massive, the amounts of water that is just in the air. And, and they said one of those got stuck over the Mississippi Valley. And the atmosphere then with the elements, the, the you know, the, everything was just right and it began to rain and it would rain. And they said the amazing thing was we only got about 10% of what was up there. I didn't forget that. And now, now, don't do it now, okay? Don't go to Google. But now you can go to Google, put in Vapor River, and you'll find all kinds of things about Vapor Rivers. As a matter of fact, I've been reading about it in the news just in the last few weeks. There was a vapor river that was in Alaska. And it dumped so much water, it caused a landslide. Y'all read about the landslide in Alaska? The landslide that took the lives of three, maybe four people. They said that now the northwest United States is getting ready to be soaked immensely by a vapor river. You can look at graphs that they have drawn and they can show you these rivers that they come over the mountains and they pick up moisture off the ocean and then they begin to dump whatever it is, snow and, and uh, you know, in the upper uh, atmospheres and, 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 and the mountains and then the water. We have experienced it here, the flood of 93. And at any time, there could be a vapor river. They just, they just track them. Now they, they know what they're looking for. They, they can track them and they can tell you some of the immense things that's going to happen. Oh, think about it. Think about it. I'm going to tell you what. Sometimes you don't know the situation. You don't know the environment. You don't know what it is that's happening around you. Sometimes we don't understand why these things happen and it's right under our nose. I've got problems here and I've got problems there and where's all this stuff coming from? And this is the right time for something to happen. This is the right time for something to take place. This is the right time. I'm preaching to somebody this morning when the fullness of the time was come. God sent forth 
his son. He didn't wait till everything was rosy and sunny and wonderful. He didn't wait till there was no problem anywhere else. He didn't wait till there was nothing happening around them in any other fashion or way. He said, no, he says, I'm going to come show up in the middle of their chaos, in the middle of their burdens, in the middle of their trials, in the middle of their troubles. Don't you know Herod was not a fan of Jesus? He was not a fan of Jesus. As a matter of fact, he somehow loved to make problems. It seemed like for those Jewish people, for those Israelites, that he was oppressing them. Oh, they wanted deliverance. Oh, they wanted help. But the Lord came. The Lord came in the midst of that. I'm preaching to you that there is a God that's on your side this morning. There is a God that is here to help you and to help you. Amen. Uh, tell me what it is, uh, amen, about uh, this uh, this uh, environment uh, that uh, Joseph and Mary are in. Um, but it's also the environment uh, of a nation and a people of God. Uh, it's the environment of a troubled people that's crying out, uh, God save us, uh, God help us. Uh, and in the fullness of the time, uh, God sent forth his son. He sent him forth. Uh, Amen. Oh, in a time, in a time when, when you don't need to have anything else, it seems like come your way, but it does. It does. This first Sunday of December, I am preaching to you that the time is right. I'm preaching to you that the time is right. Amen. What you feel in this place this morning is none other than the one who has come to set you free. Amen. I'm preaching to you that what you feel in this place is none other than the presence of him that came that first time. But now in the form of his spirit, he has come. Amen. He's come filled to fill you with his spirit. He desires to do that. You may feel like I can can't. I, I, I can't do this. I've got so many things. You, it, it, has the word been nothing more to you than just a pay to go, just a schoolmaster? You can't do this and you can't do that and stay out of this trouble and stay out of that and you're struggling on your own. I've come to tell you that the fullness of the time has come. Amen. And it's more going to be more than just something telling you. It's going to be something within you uh, the work of transformation uh, that brother John told the Sunday school class this morning uh, he said it happened to me when I was sitting uh, in the holding cell uh, over at the jail uh, that's when he showed up to transform him uh, and to change him uh, you're looking around this morning and you see people uh, you don't understand I, I can't be like them you don't know where they came from uh, you need to get them by themselves uh, and listen to their testimony Testimony. They were in worse shape than you are, but the right time came. Amen. And in that moment, Jesus.
Jesus came and he changed their life and he made them new. Praise God, he made them new. Oh, if we can only turn to the Lord and recognize that Jesus is on our side. Hallelujah. This is a time of redemption. Amen. This is a time of being redeemed. You see, he said in verse 4, but when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law to redeem. That's what the next verse says. To redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. What's the Christmas message? The Christmas message is redemption. That's why he came. He came to redeem you. He came to redeem you. He came to redeem you. Hallelujah. I just feel his presence in this house right now. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I just feel like lifting my hands to him and just loving him for a moment. Would you do that? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. You're good to me. You're good to me. You're good to me. All the time, Lord, you're good to us. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. To redeem them. To redeem them, to redeem them. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I, David said this. He said, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You know what that is? That's the pay to go. Thy rod and thy staff, is I find comfort in it. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. To redeem me, you have come. To redeem me was your purpose. The old timers sang the song, I'm redeemed. <laughs> I'm redeemed. By love divine. Oh, glory, glory. Christ is mine. Hallelujah. If you haven't been redeemed by him, that's what he came for. 
If you have not experienced the redemption of him, that's what he came to do. After Peter preached on the day of Pentecost, it was that day that the spirit was first poured out and the church began. The church that Jesus said, I will build my church. It began on that day just days after Jesus ascended. He said, go to Jerusalem and wait until you be endued with power from on high. And Peter preached that day about Jesus. And when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. And they said unto Peter, Men and brethren, what shall we do? In Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, it reads like this. Then Peter said unto them, Repent. This is what you're doing. Repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He said in the next verse 39, for the promises unto you and to your children, to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. I'm preaching to you this morning. That picture I put up a while ago of that man that was receiving his blessing. Amen. His deliverance. His hope. I want you to know you can have that same thing this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Is there somebody just lift your hand this morning and say, Pastor, you was... He was talking to me this morning. I want everything God has for me. God bless you. God bless you. I I see several lifting your hands. The Lord bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. You can put your hands down. And I want you all to stand with me. Would you do that? Hallelujah. And if you have a need in your life, I'm going to invite everybody to come forward and to pray together. But I'm asking you to come and to bring your need. Would you do that? Just come with us. Just step on forward. You're not joining the church. That's not what we're doing. We've come to talk to him because we need to be redeemed by him. Hallelujah. I'm coming to him because he's able to help me. I'm coming to him because he's able to deliver me. I'm coming to him because only Jesus can do this for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us, everyone, if we would, just begin to pray a prayer of repentance. Would you do that with me? Father, forgive me. (laughs) I need you. Take your time. Everybody repents. Everybody repents. But you know, sometimes you need to repent of things that nobody else may know about. You don't have to say it out loud. Jesus hears you the way it is. You can pray out loud if you want. You can whisper it. He knows what it is. He knows what it is. Would you give him your your voice? Would you give him your voice? Hallelujah. I need you, Jesus. 
I need you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me of all my sin, the things that I've done that has displeased you. I want to please you, God, in all things. I want to do your will. (laughs) Father, you're able to help me. So I come to you asking you to help me this morning. Hallelujah. 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 I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, for the promise is unto you. The promise is unto you and to your children. Hallelujah. To all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. This next thing we're going to do, I think it's very important you to follow some instruction here. I've been around a lot of people over the years that have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And I believe that promise is for you today. And if you want the Holy Ghost, I want you to hear what I'm about to say. The Lord needs your voice. He needs your tongue. He wants to speak through you. He wants to help you. The Bible says in Acts 2 and verse 4, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I've told this before. Some have heard me say this. I use it as illustration again. I was in Monroe City several years ago preaching at a church, not one of ours. I was preaching at a church. I was invited to come preach a revival service. They were having multiple preachers and they'd asked me to come. I came and preached. And they got behind me and they, they preached with me. And then we had many come up for prayer. There was a young, young girl that came up. I say young girl. She wasn't a child. She was probably a teenager. But however, she, she came up and she was wanting the Holy Ghost. And uh, I said, well, let's lift your hands. And she lifted her hands and I put my hand on her head. I began to pray for her. And she, she started to fall. And I said, well, I stopped. I said, wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. I said, there's something missing here. I says, I really believe God wants to feed with the Holy Ghost, but what you need to do is give him your voice and begin to say hallelujah. Say praise the Lord. Say thank you, Jesus. Are you ready? She said, yes. I said, when you do, God's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. And she began to say hallelujah. I put my hand on her again, and she began to speak with other tongues. And you know what? She didn't fall down. Many times, not all times, many times the reason some fall is because they don't understand how to release into that. And it's more than what you can take. But you know what? You don't have to do that. You can receive the Holy Ghost and that joy comes. That's how are you going to dance if you're laying on your back? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'm going to dance before the Lord. I'm going to shout. I'm going to praise him. That's what I want. I want everything God's got for me. 
Now, will it happen that way with you? No, I don't know. And if you go down on the floor, that's all right. I just want you to be safe. But listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. He needs your voice. And he needs your tongue. And so don't sit there and just... You've got to yield. And he wants your tongue. You see, the Bible says that the tongue is the most unruly member of the body. Did you hear that? Not your hands, not your eyes, not your feet. Your tongue is the most, that means it's the last member to give up. And so that means when you hear yourself speaking with other tongues, the Lord says, I saved the best for last. I want to hear your voice. It is so powerful. So wonderful, so amazing that even deaf people that have never heard a word spoke will speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives utterance because it's not a learned language. It's as the Spirit gives utterance. Hallelujah. It's happened. It's happened. It's happened. Hallelujah. So we're going to do this again. We're going to worship the Lord. And I want you to just say praise the Lord. Say hallelujah. Say, thank you, Jesus. Just begin to worship him. Lift your hands. That's all right. Give him your voice. Some of you will begin to feel something begin to take place because you feel his presence coming. He he gives you his spirit. Hallelujah. And when you're so full, it begins to come out. Oh, hallelujah. It begins to come out. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I lift up your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, you're wonderful, Jesus. You're wonderful, Jesus. You're wonderful, Jesus. You're wonderful, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. We give you praise this morning. You're good to us, you're good to us, you're good to us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Just get lost in his presence. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. You're wonderful, you're wonderful, you're wonderful, you're wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let him bless you, Sister Debbie. Let him bless you this morning. Hallelujah. 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 You're good to me, Jesus. You're good to me, Jesus. You're good to me. You're good to me. You're good to me.
tell you when you get in the presence of the Lord you don't even want to leave you just want to stay there and just just soak it amen I just want to soak it hallelujah hallelujah bask in his presence thank you Jesus thank you Jesus mm, God is good Woo, God is good hallelujah hallelujah there's a place when you cross the Mississippi River into Quincy, going into Quincy on 24. I don't get to see much, but my wife sees it every time. She's looking over into that water in the summertime. And she knows just about that we've done it so often. So many years, she says, I'm looking for the turtles. It's time for them to come out of hibernation and to get up on those logs. But in the summertime, there's so many of them. They'll line up on a log and they'll stick that nose up in the air. And they just sit there in the sun, taking it all in. It's so I'm not calling you a bunch of turtles this morning. But I'm looking around here and I just see people that's just in the presence of God. You're just, you're just taking it in. Hallelujah. Isn't God good this morning? Turn to your neighbor and tell him he's good this morning. Would you do that? God bless you. <laughs> How great is our God. How great is our God. Oh, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. So glad that you have come to worship with us in his presence, in his presence. Amen to God. God bless you. God bless you. Brother Steve Walker, would you dismiss us in prayer this morning?
God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.